Hello and welcome to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 204. I'm your host, Brian. Join me this evening, Mac. Good evening, everybody. I can't believe it's 204 either. <laughs> and uh, we've got Ian with us. Hey, 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 hey. All right. And much to Trump's dismay, we have Mad Cat. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't like me, all right. <laughs> and we have the dumbass himself. Hey, now we're cooking with fire. <laughs> with fire? <laughs> what else would we be cooking with? Or something. Or something. How's everybody doing? He's not with manure. <laughs> not too bad. Hey, if, if this is podcast 204, what is that in Celsius? <laughs> <sighs> not a clue. Uh, well, we, you know, we I'm can. I'm joking. Internet magic. <laughs> we can go right to the internet. To Fahrenheit <laughs> to Celsius. Let's let's find out here. Uh, ninety-five degrees Celsius. Ninety-five point five five six to be exact. Okay. All right. Well, have we been? Uh, we got. Oh, we've been having fun this week. Anything like that? Yeah, keeping busy. Yeah. I, you went to Comic Con with my kids. Yep, I went to yeah. Comic Con last weekend. Ryan's daughters were there because they're basically they. You know, consider my boys their brothers because they pretty much were all raised together. Well, I think so they that's, had a fun time. That's pretty true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had a fun time. Got to, oh, Don Berman. He gave me a hug and patted my butt. Really? Nice. Yes. Well, my girlfriend, <laughs> Lorelai actually asked him to squeeze my butt, but he explained that, you know, he couldn't really do that uh, that openly in the autograph line. They went, we went that, we had to go to the um, photo ops. But he did give me a hug and pat my butt for her. That's hilarious. So, okay. And, and I suppose you haven't washed your butt since? No, I have. Oh. <laughs> Not quite. Uh, the That's guy was, a mistake. If you've never seen the guy do a um, Q&A, you need to. It is memorable on every yes. level. Yes, it is. You know, he's a really he's a really interesting person in whatever role he does. And... Oh, he's a great yeah, I imagine, I imagine his Q&As would be good, too. There's very few yeah. people that are as, appreci- as appreciative of his fans as he is. He is he's yeah. a pretty phenomenal guy who, who really yeah. recognizes that he, he would not be where he is if people didn't like what he does. Oh, yeah. And yeah. So. Uh, Anthony Ainley, the time that I met him, was like that. The guy who was the, the master during the Peter Davidson era. Right. I met, oh, him, yeah. at a, I met him at a convention, and I watched him smilingly sign 28 autographs for a guy when uh, the girl who was playing Nissa wouldn't play, wouldn't got upset about signing too. <laughs> and they got to meet David Tennant. That was really cool. Yep. Um, nice. That is Bill cool. Piper, although she seemed a bit distracted when we um, got up to her. And what's the name of the one you were obsessed with? Mark Shepard. Mark Shepard. We got to oh, meet yeah. Mark Shepard. He, he was Crowley. really, um, yeah, Crowley, Crowley and million other things. He's been like every sci-fi show imaginable. Hmm. Yep, he was cool. Badger and Firefly. So, it was a good convention. Um, spent more than I had planned, but got some really cool stuff. We won't Doesn't go into exactly how... more than they planned? Yeah, it, it's easy to do, but normally I budget myself far better. This year I get let myself be a little flamboyant with my money. I'm glad you had a flamboyant. lot of... Flamboyant. That is the word I've decided to use to describe it. Um, so what was so flamboyant? I guess the, 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 I, I was a bit reckless with, you know. And here's the anime. thing. You can't say assless chaps. Chaps are assless. They don't cover the ass. There's no such thing as assless chaps. They're all assless. Just say chaps, okay? <laughs> That's the only way I've ever heard them referred to as assless chaps. Yeah, but, but all chaps, they, chaps don't cover the ass. They don't. So it, it's implied if you're wearing chaps that your ass is hanging out. <sighs> She's a little pet peeve of mine, okay? my pet peeve is that people call keep calling keep calling ribeyes or no keep calling rib steaks bone-in ribeyes that drives me crazy do you like your potatoes bone-in or not i don't like my potatoes bone-in okay but you know if you're buying a rib steak it's a rib steak a rib eye is the eye of that steak it's that it's the circular piece of that steak and that is the boneless cut but it's not a bone-in ribeye if it's got a bone on it. It's a rib steak. Hmm. Okay, then. Yeah. You know what? You know, you, you could, uh, we could question you on this, right? We, or we, you know, but I don't particularly want to put my head up the bull's ass. So I'll take your word for it. Okay. 
Um, Must just be the huge controversy that will get tons of emails over. <laughs> exactly possible. right. It'll be the but one hey, that I takes the show down. I got my information from <clears throat> meat cutters I worked with. So, well, you know what? A marbled ribeye, yeah, is called a Delmonico, not a marbled ribeye, right? Okay. I don't know. <clears throat> What's the difference between a Delmonico and a marbled ribeye? That's what I want to know. I don't know. That's the real scandal. I uh, yesterday went and helped my father understand more about his his new smartphone, <laughs> and we got it stripped down to the point where he's where he seems like he's pretty familiar with it, and it doesn't have any apps that he doesn't want. Was he really excited to get on the internet so that he could because he wanted to paint the garage and need to find out if uh, latex would bond to stucco so he could do a search for latex bondage? You've done that joke so many times. <laughs> So it, was, many times. it was best when I did no, it with my it's kid. Just that it's that the, the family's been bugging him to, to get something for emergency contact because they often don't turn off their... They've, they've got a cordless phone in the house, which they often don't hang up. Hmm. So, so I helped him find a smartphone he liked, and I know that he likes it because he downloaded Mahjong on it. Is That's it, kind of dad's stamp of... So is it an iPhone, or is it an Android? No, it's a, it's a, it's a small... It's a... It's a it's an Alcatel Android. Because my understanding is that if you really love your parent, you get them an Android phone. Or an iPhone, rather. Right? If you really love somebody, you get them an iPhone. Yeah, that's not my experience. <laughs> All right. Moving I, on. You know, I, 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 he didn't want to spend $700 on an iPhone, his words, if he was not going to use it very much. So sure. he was fine picking up a phone that turned out to be $16. With the plan? The the plan was another fifteen a month. That's not bad. Yeah. King Supers has some great sales on phones sometimes. Does that have full data and everything? Or is it limited yeah. data? Well it's limited data. Okay. But it does okay. have data. Okay. It's two hundred you know, basically it's a net ten, it's a track phone plan, two hundred minutes a month for fifteen dollars. Um and he doesn't think he's gonna use more than that. Hmm. Okay. All right. Anyway, um, Matt, Ian, I think we're going to skip the Myths and Legend Con because I promise you, you'll be at Myths and Legend Con when this comes out. I won't beat July 5th. Sorry about that. Okay. That's fine. I brought up last two podcasts. You sure did. And those ones are up. So I'm sorry. I'm just telling you, it's just a reality of the situation. That's fine. (laughs) All right. Well, if there's, is there anything else? Not really. All right. I guess we're done. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for joining me. No. What is time for? Another one in the. It's another one in the can. No, uh, what it's time for is for me to ask Mad Cat what time it is. Ah, I am so glad you asked that, Brian. Are you? Oh, yeah, because it is Ian and Dumbass's masturbation moment. Brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment. Brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. <laughs> I tell you what, that is getting way polished. I am so impressed. And apparently today's theme is cooking. Yeah, cooking with cum? So, um... Wait, wait, so, so this is from Rooster, the rooster.com. Yeah. Five serious questions for the man... Who wrote a cum cookbook? Yep. Apparently, it is a thing. A real thing. Um, His name is Paul Foytenheimer. Mac, how do you pronounce that? Wouldn't it just be Foyt? Well, Paul Foyt Foytenheimer. Foytenheimer. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, my God. I have no idea how to pronounce the last name. Mac. So let's just say Paul. Yeah, Mac, you got it? He's left us. Uh, He must have. Okay, anyway. I'm going to guess it's... I'm going to guess it's Fortenhar. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fortenhar. Um, he has written a cookbook on how to cook with cum. Yeah. <laughs> he has 61 pages of recipes incorporating semen as the main ingredient. How can it be the main ingredient? That can't be right. <laughs> um, uh, including delicacies such as, what is this? Saltier ca- caviar, creamy cum crepes, oh and God. special S barbecue sauce. Who who's the so, who is wait who is the guy um the the crazy um 
preacher that talked about Starbucks having semen in their lattes. Yeah, I think we'll be talking about him later. This is where <laughs> he gets his ideas, right? The, this, this kind of stuff is what legitimizes that crazy man. So here's an idea. Throw a dinner party. Make, you know, non-com- make non-com versions of these recipes, but then just let your guests find the book. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, I think that is what it's and, for. And, and, and make, yeah. sure you, make sure you've got the, the pages with the cum-based version of the recipes uh, like either the side folded or put put like uh, tags in them or something. And and should the and should the pages be sticky at all? <laughs> the pages should be oh. sticky. Okay, and they you should. might want to use stickies to you know. <laughs> but when you will notes, come see this. Pastor Manning. The second book on um, Pastor Manning. Mixed drink, semen based mixed drinks. So you know you you you'd have a full run of being able to entertain your guests. With this. See, but now Pastor Manning is <laughs> correct. They put the semen in the drinks to make people feel like they're having a good time. They, make sure you make sure you tell you tell your guests this is all homemade from scratch using the freshest ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh. 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 Copious amounts of cum. It depends, right? That that's a there's yeah. a huge depends attached to that. Well, not the and diaper, a but issue to that. But the the answer they give talks about how well if if this is one where you cook, it will sterilize it, and a lot of your sexually transmitted diseases um, actually, in the case of how they're doing it, would not be um, transmittable. But still, with anything pr- properly preparing it will help to. Um, sorry. Will help to um, eliminate disease and stuff within it. Sure, but not well, all of these things disease, are. I would hope you're not doing that. Well, but I mean, you might not know. Oh. Here's the thing: this is crazy. The man-made oysters. Holy Wait crap! Wait till we get to like the final question that actually brings that all up. So the next one, of course, what's the nutritional value of adding semen? To we've we've done this. It's none. And that's what um, they come to. How to harvest ingredients, which is definitely the more interesting of them. <laughs> well, I have some ideas. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but would this be like a production line? I, I think that everybody on this podcast knows how to harvest the ingredients. <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah. We have a yeah, whole just, section uh, of our podcast about grab, grab just that sock thing. you've got under your bed, uh, soak it, and then wring it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and, and this one definitely gives some of the more amusing um, replies. Which I actually read one. We invited six people to dinner, and I was too tired to attend after slaving all day gathering the necessary ingredients. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Not What's this about excessive costs? <laughs> Another man noted that the excessive costs for each meal. Uh, factoring his female roommate's medical bills. What? After paying for um, the ensuing knee reconstruction and lock, oh, lock job. Okay, I got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I'm guessing he might have surprised. The idea is he might have surprised her with what was in the food. Creamy cum capers. Crepes. Sorry. No, crepes. he's he's talking oh. about he's talking about her being on her knees with her jaws open. Okay. Right. So she's not a professional. If you know, she can't handle it. <laughs> well, I thought uh, Luckjaw was actually only associated with with tetanus or large teleporting dogs. I, well, you know, regarding harvesting the ingredients, <laughs> um, I think we I think we can say here um, that uh, it's probably not a good idea to to get it through through uh, having a girl give you a, a blowjob and then spitting it out. I mean, that, that, then you get her saliva on it, and that's just gross. Right, that's contaminating <laughs> it. <laughs> That's not a sanitary way to collect semen. Exactly. <laughs> and of course, the next one is one of the more logical ones. Are the books written for fetishists? <laughs> um, and that's the one that goes into, yeah, some of this is probably a gag gift. <laughs> well, but he wrote a sequel. Well, There's two of these books. Do that. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's, and, it's, go ahead. Oh, I'm, I'm just, I mean, as much fun as we're having with this, it's... Uh, would you serve these to a guest? I mean, come on. Yeah. 
Of course, uh, the final one's actually... It would have to be a certain kind of party, I'd imagine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, now, yeah, sure. Now, okay. now, let me ask this one question. This is an important question. Does it have a blurb on the back from that guy, that minister who uh, who thinks that Starbucks coffee has got semen in it? Pastor Manning? Yeah. Yeah, that's does what it have, yeah. Does it have a blurb on the back from him praising it? <laughs> so, how because did this guy... He's the expert on food and semen in food. Yes, yeah, he how is. How did he figure that there was semen in food in the first place mm-hmm. because it tasted great mm-hmm. it, 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 it's how they got <laughs> that they got uh, people hooked on it and, and i guess uh made, yeah. turned them into homosexuals is that what it was yeah. that's exactly what's he, going he on, yeah. said that he said that he could tell i i'm if if i'm paraphrasing correctly he said that he could tell that it was that it had the semen of homosexuals in it because it tasted delicious and because it was it was in it was addictive. Well, it made them. It made they put the semen in there so that when they were drinking it, it they thought that they were having a good time. So <laughs> he knows. Oh, I, I, you're pushing it to say he knows anything. He <laughs> believes he knows, or he has commented enough to know what this tastes like. Well, th- that's I, see, there's I don't the question. Think his logic goes quite that far. I think you're reading too much into his logic. Here's the thing: is that we cannot talk about eating cum without going to Pastor Manning. We have a problem. <laughs> this okay, okay. This high protein smoothie looks delicious. Regardless, this is hilarious. I yeah, mean, and, and the final it question is. It, it's to ask. Oh, the barbecue sauce looks good. <laughs> yeah. the, the final question you ask: Are the books a profound social commentary that's changing the conversation surrounding semen? A commentary. Oh, is that what you said? That was so good. No, no, but you went there. It's fantastic. That's great. A commentary. What are we reading, dude? Oh man, that is so good. What's this now? Oh, okay, we got it. Well, okay, so dumbass has got one in here for us. How to make breakfast with your virginity? Vagina. How to make breakfast with your vagina? Yes. Basically, um, this is a story, story about a woman who decided, hey, uh, there are people talking about uh, making recipes with cum. Why, why can't us girls get in on the action? Um, she decided uh, to try to make yogurt with her vagina's bacteria. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, we talked about probiotics. This, this would actually be a probiotic if it worked, right? Because it would have the lactobacillus from her vagina in it. There you go. There's an actual probiotic that will work. Right. Of course, um, there, uh, the article warns here that um, uh, th- this experiment isn't something that uh, you should It's kind of a dangerous experiment because, you know, there's more than just the probiotics in your vaginal secretions that uh, could be in there and it could make you very sick. Yes. Wow. Well. Now, it even says in here that she knew enough to not think this would be a smart thing to eat. But she tried so, it anyway. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, Ian, actually, the it says she knew enough about the chemistry of the vagina to think that eating a batch of yogurt made from her lady juices would be good oh, for her. Would be. Seriously. I misread that. So, I'm sorry. That's opposite. She did think it'd be healthy. And it might be yeah. healthy for her, but maybe not for you, right? Yeah. Oh, and um, in, in talking about harvesting methods here, the, this one actually does specify harvesting methods. She collected it with a wooden spoon. I'm not sure that's a good idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that uh, it's not pleasant if you accidentally get, you know, slivers. How? <laughs> 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 she made a couple batches of it. Really? Yeah, go uh, if you okay. go to the end. For what it's worth, Westbrook said that her second batch tasted much, even more tart, like slightly spoiled milk. Okay. So she made at least two batches. Okay. Her first batch of yogurt tasted sour, tangy, and almost tingly on the tongue. She compared it to Indian yogurt and ate it with some blueberries. Okay. 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 Blueberries. Well, I mean, uh, we, we've apparently covered... blueberries go well with it. We've covered. Breast milk ice cream. We've covered mm-hmm. the, you know, what uh, the uh, nutritional values of cum. Yep. Now we have a uh, um, a bunch of cum recipes and and yep. yogurt from your vagina. And at least they didn't put in cum quats. <laughs> and now the whole section, this whole section is now a commentary. <laughs> 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 
Oh. So what does all this say about us as a species that, that, or, or as a society that we have a bunch of people making recipes out of uh, cum and vaginal secretions? We're twisted as fuck and we have no problem admitting it. <laughs> it's funny. It's gr- I mean, I think it's great, actually. And I it's mean, not commercial. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah, they're not selling it, so that's okay. Well, it is all natural. <laughs> oh. Non-GMO, right? Vegan, yeah. in many cases. Mm-hmm. I guess. I guess the yogurt's not vegan. Hopefully, it's not community. No, I guess it's not. You know, we're talking about common. It's not vegan. Hey. I, 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 I take that back. It's just, uh, just vegetarian. Maybe she should try uh, making uh, yogurt with her vaginal juices and her own breast milk. Right. Exactly. She's really missing out on a, on a whole thing that she can do here, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yep. This is from RightWingWatch.org. Um, this is Dave. Dundermeyer and Rick Wild. Pastor Dave Dobbenmeyer, right? Dobbin Dobbenmeyer, and which is yeah. the 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 uh, what the coach? Yeah, um, coach Dave. perfectly demonstrate why they are shunned by mainstream society. So well, there, there's two there's two pieces in this article that um, that the guy covers, um, <coughs> and the pastor is talking about homosexuals and he's talking about how how they have anal sex and and that this is what we call marriage but i think this is like a minute and a half um a little clip that they've taken and it says they insert their penises in each other's anuses they perform oral sex on each other's penises and on each other's anuses Arthur says, "Arthur, I thought it was Dave." Wow, he's he's, he's oh, really looked right. into this. This is the guy who's talking to, and they and then they go kiss their adopted children. <laughs> so this is the guy he's talking to in the car. Um, oh, wait, here, let's go back up. This, um, do you understand that these men are getting into bed together and they're having oral sex with each other? He continues, and they and do you understand that they are calling this marriage? No. They're calling that sex. Marriage is something else, right? This marriage is a, is a, is a contract that they've decided to sign with each other, yeah. right? This is sex. I guess yep. I should have started earlier here because here. Um, homosexuals have anal sex with each other, folks. Okay. Yeah, apparently heterosexuals don't, which is kind of odd because I know of heterosexuals that have had anal sex and a lot more that have had oral sex. But apparently that's, you know. Yeah. Do you understand? Is it? Do you understand that? And they. And do you think that's normal? Kind of. Uh, do you think it's normal for two guys to get in bed and have anal sex? Why do you think that? Uh, why do you think they have lubricant? Okay. Full stop. Who cares whether it's normal or not? Straight people use lubricant too. Yeah. In fact, lots mm-hmm. of lubricant. Lubricant <laughs> I mean, is fantastic. It, who cares whether it's normal or not? Normal has nothing to do with it. And it's yes. sometimes edible lubricant. Yeah, we have this caramel. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he's talking about like sucking dick and then kissing your children. I mean, like, yeah. women do that. Uh, men can perform cunnilingus and then they'd kiss their children. Like, I mean, like, I'm sure they're going to like uh, wash before, you know. Yeah. And how do you know that they're adopted? They could have used a surrogate. Yep. Well, I mean, there's so much ignorance going on here. I think that's the guy's point, right? Um, yeah. And then this next one. Oh, Rick oh Wilds. Okay. So Rick Wilds, um, what is the name of his book? Anyway, um, Judgment is Coming, Wilds warns, when they uh, slaughter a little baby in a Planned Parenthood, a Planned Parenthood baby butcher shop where does the baby blood baby's blood go where does the baby's brain and guts go i'll into tell you where it goes close up yeah what's that into a pot that they close up and they send off to uh to get taken away and destroyed okay you live yeah. your reality well, till i'm done <laughs> I, I was told by a friend of mine who did did have an abortion exactly what they were doing with it this is now, Rick I, Wilde's I, I, version. I, I, I've, of, I've always, I've always assumed that the that the fetuses go to uh, Satanists so that they can have their baby eating rituals. Okay. Yes. Okay. Good. Now, now we're on the right track. Now let me continue with Rick Wilde's world. I'll tell you where it goes. He continues. It goes down the drain into the sewers, 
and the blood of those babies runs through your town's sewers under the street. The sewers pipe in the city are carrying the blood, the guts, the brains, the tissue of all the babies murdered in your city today. It's going right into the city's sewers. They're actually, um, you're actually drinking, drinking the baby's blood being recycled and going right back into the city sewer supply. Cannibalism. Go <laughs> as that if you want. Well, no, that, that could explain why the water's been tasting. <laughs> it tastes so well, much. But my main thought is he is aware that like bloody noses and other stuff gets into that same system. Here's the thing. Um, this is medical but, waste. Medical waste yeah. gets, gets put into... Yeah. You know, special containers, and it goes, and it has to be. And even still, even if it, blood, you're right, does go down the drain. Blood, skin, um, fingernail, toenail, stuff like that. All that stuff, right? Um, I mean, the, the, I, I mean, uh, you, you cut the tip of your finger off. Where does the tip go? Guess what? I'm not going to hold on to it. I'm probably flush it down the toilet. I will stuff admit like this. That. I will admit this. The water does taste better on abortion on abortion days. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But and the know, funny thing is, I, I think he has a bit backwards. If, if his logic's cannibalism, we've all been cannibals for a while, and it'll happen without abortion. And of course, like we've just mentioned, uh, aborted fetuses are medical waste, and they don't end up in the sewer system. No, not yeah, only that. But no. uh, I imagine the people that they bury soak into the ground and go into the sewers. Yeah, it's, and apparently, he doesn't understand exactly how water gets um, cleaned. Uh, they don't just take sewage water and pump it right back into your drinking water. No, uh, there's a lot more to it. But let's not forget that that water carries well, a memory of everything that's been in it. Yeah, and and the more uh, the more aborted fetuses they pull out of the water, the stronger the aborted fetuses that are left in the water are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, like I said, I'm pretty sure the aborted fetuses are eaten directly by Satanists. <laughs> Could be. Which right. is which is weird, dumbass, because most of the Satanists I know drink bottled water. <laughs> so, wait, hold on. Do atheists eat the whole baby then? And Satanists only eat the aborted parts? What, what, what's what's going on here? Break it down uh, I for think, me. Uh, I think the Satanists like to make a paste out of the fetuses <laughs> and... You know, uh, slather it on some meatloaf or something, and then and then they get together and have a big party. <sighs> I put an article in here about what happens to biological waste. I, I needed to specify medical waste, but anyway, it goes it goes to a special place, scientific place. Yeah. Anyway, so those are our jackasses of the week. We've got two of them, and you know, but they're always jackasses. So they're the jackasses. What are the like millennia? Yeah, they they kind of they kind of um. Somewhere between MVP and Lifetime Achievement Award. Lifetime Achievement <laughs> sounds about right. <clears throat> Father of Toddler criticizes sickened, it, crit, critically sickened by E. coli, not aware of his, it, this was remotely possible? What? what yes. What is this? Uh, this is, uh, this family, they heard about these health benefits of raw milk. And they started trying, and uh, yeah, they're, they're little kids. They they got uh, badly sick. They, they appear to be okay. They were on the mend, but it, it was like very touch and go and uh, really severe problems with this. And like no, nobody had even told him. He, he wasn't aware that the father wasn't even aware that uh, there was a danger in uh, in drinking raw milk. That's incredible. Uh, which it, you know, like. Um, so some people like swear by it and it's like, but you know, it's one of those things that people need to be aware that we have pasteurization for a reason. To avoid yeah. those kind of situations. But that means it's not all natural. It's gone through something that humans have changed about it. So it can't be as healthy as all natural. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry guys. I had to kill a cockroach. <laughs> Anyways, I have to admit the raw milk is very tasty. Well, have you actually? Well, wait, hold on. Well, how can raw milk be tastier than pasteurized milk? I mean, does, is the pasteurization really affecting the flavor that much? Yeah. Yeah, no. I personally don't believe it, but some people say so. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe it either. Um, but I, I'm not. But I'm not going to go drink um, raw milk to find out. And but the the idea that somebody isn't looking up what the potential um, consequences are for drinking this stuff and then feeding it to their kid. 
well, de- I mean, yeah, well, I mean, especially kids whose uh, whose systems aren't as developed as adults. Yeah, yeah. but it, we've seen this though in vaccinations and so many other things where the parents are given bad information and don't go out and do the research and well, learn the truth true. about it. That's They're true. They're willing to take, oh, this is what's healthiest for your kids because you say so. Oh, of course, I don't need to do any other checkups than that because why would you tell me other something that's not true? Yeah, and this is, I mean, Just, we've covered raw milk. It it's yeah. it's incredibly dangerous. Mm-hmm. Well, and and to be quite frank, even raw milk, pasteurized milk, any cow milk is not even really that beneficial for beneficial for humans. Right, that's true. I there's some proteins in there that we really don't get that much benefit out of because we don't digest in the same way that say a cow would or a goat would with goat's milk. Well, I mean, they'd say the humans, I mean, aren't supposed to be drinking milk period. Right. I mean that that's why yeah. we have so many lactose intolerant people. Yeah. Uh, well, lactose tolerance is a, an adaptation to the fact that we started drinking cow's milk as a way to supplement our uh, calories and uh, nutrition uh, when uh, we developed agriculture. So like we, we've, We've kind of, uh, uh, most of us have evolved the ability to handle this kind of thing, but uh, it's still not 100%. Yeah, no. And my understanding is that as we get older, we that those enzymes are harder and harder. We, it's harder for us to digest milk. Well, I'm, I'm lactose intolerant, but it's mostly, I'm mostly emotionally intolerant of it. It just pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll, I'll, I'll like, yeah. I just like milk. I yeah, think well, I the only the thing that I, the only thing that I, that I do with actual milk these days is I like to throw a little bit of milk in, in, in a cup of tea. Oh, I eat cereal still. I like milk and, and, uh, yeah. and I, and I love cheese, right? I'm, I'm, I'm not going back. I'm eating dairy. Well, I, I like, I like cheese. I'm just saying, I, like I don't, I don't really do a lot of actual milk. Yeah. Ice cream. Yeah. <clears throat> well, right. we go butter, through real butter. right real now butter. in this house, right now in this house, we're probably going to about 10 gallons of milk a week. 10 gallons. That's, Wow, that's a lot of milk. Yeah. Okay. Wait, you got boys. Yep. Yep. Here we go. And plus, Ian takes those milk baths. Yeah. For his. Well, his that, for that's his, probably uh, a bit more than ten. It, it's it's for his uh, his radiant skin. Uh, I know when I was growing up, I drank milk like it was water. Yep. That's, yep. Yeah. Uh, what, Always good. Like in this house. It also helps me sleep at night. I wake up in the night and need like a cookie or something sweet and some milk, and that'll settle my stomach and help me sleep better. Milk and cookies, one of the best. Yeah. All right. You, cookies. you guys want a golden ticket to heaven? <laughs> nah. uh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, okay. Yeah. Brian, that's, that's utter bullshit. <laughs> golden tickets take you to the fucking Wonka factory. <laughs> there's only five of them, so they're actually quite valuable. Get this shit right, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's funny that, that that's your argument. That That's that's the part of the story that pisses well, you that off. Was the plan. That was the plan for it to be funny. So I was, I was listening to a podcast that and they were talking about this story, but except for they missed the joke. The, um, so this the, this is a um, this was originally posted on stupid.com. Um, and it is um, let's see, and it's couple arrested for selling golden ticket to heaven. Um, and it, it, this was an April Fool's joke back in I think 2015, and it's recircling again. And people were were reposting this as if it was uh as if it was actual news once again. But the, here's the thing: it is hilarious. <laughs> uh, so basically, yeah, you know, they the, they get a they get a uh, the Jacksonville Spill police police spokesman says, um, the the Watts misrepresented their product. The ticket was just spray painted gold with um. With ticket to heaven, admit one written on the back, or written in marker. <laughs> uh, you can sell it. You can sell a. You can sell something as. Oh no, you can't sell something as gold when it's not. The spokesman added, "That's where the Watts crossed the line into doing something illegal." <laughs> so it's not selling selling the ticket to heaven is fine. It's the fact that they told people it was gold and it wasn't. <laughs> but uh, the the I my favorite part of this. Um, Let's see. It ain't cut up two by four. I spray painted gold. Uh, that that's it. That is what it says. And it was Jesus who gave them to me behind the KFC and said, "Sell them so I could get some money to go to outer space." 
I met an well, alien. Now, well, okay, yeah. That that makes sense though. I mean, <laughs> Jesus was a carpenter. He'd be more likely to give you wooden tickets than uh, than gold ones. So you know, there's more credibility here than I thought. I met an alien named Stevie who said, "If I got the cash." together he'd take me and my wife on a flying saucer to a planet made entirely of crack cocaine i know no, this is where dumbass has an issue with the story because he thinks <laughs> there's probably other drugs on this planet actually no uh, like the uh the article that uh, i got didn't it just said drugs it didn't say specifically cocaine so um <laughs> And I guess, I guess that was just like a, a copying of it, and maybe somebody didn't check their sources. I don't know. Well, I think it doesn't matter. <laughs> you can smoke <laughs> all the crack cocaine that that uh, <clears throat> that you want. You you can smoke all the crack cocaine there you want, totally free. <clears throat> so the whole thing. So it is a funny article, right? But what is killing me is that. Uh, so how many people are passing this off as as true as like this actually happened? And but because they did say it happened in Florida, it could have been real. Crazier things happen. <laughs> so Snoke's pretty much goes through and takes it down. the 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 photos are stock footage um, from from you know arrest photo. But the photos are fantastic. The guy, I mean, the guy, if marker, tire tread, I don't know what's going on with that guy's face. Uh, yeah. So so they they this is an April Fool's joke that has. That lives on since 2015. That is the perfect April Fool's joke if it gains a life of its own like that. Sure, sure. But and and it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. It's it's fine that people like it and and they're still sharing it. What's scary is that I think people don't realize that it's fake. Yeah, but how often does that happen? I mean, people people post you know this message from Mark Zuckerberg that Facebook's going to be going to be costing them per message or per friend and they don't check it out they don't they don't snopes it no no they don't and i do and i post that link (laughs) because i'm an asshole nobody appreciates it when you correct them no no it's a funny it it is a it is a funny little piece right it's a really well written piece i mean it's it's (sighs) this is this is reminiscent of the type of satire that the onion does where it's, it's believable to a point. Right. And then that point, and then you start going, okay, wait a minute, what the hell is going on here? So like, (laughs) it's believable up to a point where the guy's talking about guys talking about uh, when he starts talking about going to a planet made entirely of crack cocaine, that's where you start scratching your head. And where the uh, where the girlfriend is saying he just he he sold the tickets I just watched. <laughs> You're right, exactly. Oh, I didn't read the I didn't read the very last part that I um, where yeah, basically you know she she just wanted to smoke some some crack rock and uh, you know and get on a flying oh wait here we just wanted to leave the Earth and go to space and smoke some rock cocaine. I didn't do nothing. Tito sold the. The golden tickets to heaven. I just watched. <laughs> Police said they confiscated ten thousand dollars in cash, five crack pipes, and a and a baby alligator. <laughs> well, because it's Florida. <laughs> because it's Florida. And a baby alligator. A baby alligator. So yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. So that was going around, and I I got a kick out of it. It is it, it's fake news. <laughs> <laughs> all right Canadian- well, you know canada we're, we're legalizing marijuana now maybe some of, one of us can dress up as uh jesus go behind the kfc and sell <laughs> yeah that's it that that is interesting so <laughs> is, is that through parliament is that yeah. a done deal yeah apparently um uh the, i think they've passed it now and uh we're it looks like we're going to be able to start buying it uh around october oh, wow that quick yeah, and you know we have to do something to mellow out those Canadians. They're just you know insane in trades. So well, I yeah, and we should we should talk about some of the things that going are going on at the border, the Canadian border. Canadian <laughs> oh, yes. Canadian claims border agents mistake mistakenly detained him for eight months, sues for ten million dollars. 
10 million, well, actually, it's Canadian money, so would that be 10 million cuckoos? or so $5,000. $5,000. He was $5,000. No, no, the exchange rate's not that bad. <laughs> no. So here's the thing is that if I had left off Canadian from this and you went over this story, no one would ever have suspected that this was that the, you were talking about Canada, especially no. not right now. No, but the difference is, is that they took the father, not the children. Well, that well, no, we we take we we just separate the children and put them into an internment camp. True enough. True <laughs> enough. <clears throat> now, did, did the guy have did the guy have some sort of suspicious shoes or something? What? Hello. Yeah. Um, did the guy have some. Well, we should let the, we shoes? we should we should let Mad Cat actually cover her story. All right. Yeah. Let's go ahead. <laughs> well, what exactly happened is this gentleman. Uh, oh, Ogonye? Ogonye. That's how I'm saying it anyway until someone tells me it's different. Okay. Um, On February 4th, 2017, he was arrested by the Canadian Border Services, whatever, um, and issued a report. uh, Oh, no. I've got myself confused here. Oh, I was down for that. Anyway, the immigration officials came to his home in Ontario, Toronto, and he's blah. Okay, Speaking so not here. So he was okay. So this man, he is forty-seven. <clears throat> he was born in Ni- Nigeria. He moved to Canada in the nineteen nineties. A few years after that, in nineteen ninety-six, he became a Canadian citizen. But his citizenship and Ontario health cards did not convince the CBSA officers of his identity when they approached him outside of his Toronto home on June 1st, 2016. And he was held, he, um, and he, he was headed to work at the hair salon he owned. So, so he owned a hair salon. Here's a, here's a, I don't understand is it says it's border police, but they arrested him at his Toronto home. Why do, why that, what am I missing there? It seems like we're missing a piece of information, doesn't it? Uh, apparently, they, <clears throat> the officers said that they had uh, information that said that he was a person who, had, uh, who was a failed refugee claimant and was deported from Canada to Nigeria in the 1990s. Yeah, so, they, so they, told, they said that the fingerprints matched, so they came directly to his home. But they never produced those fingerprints for him and his no. lawyer? No, they never produced the fingerprints. And so the guy's name <clears throat> who's even harder to read than this guy's is something something Johnson. Uh yes. Yeah. Um Oluwafemi Kayode Johnson. Right. And it seems like they that some people still believe that he was that this is actually Johnson. Even though they can't they're not producing fingerprints or anything. Yeah. So How do they, we know this guy Johnson didn't steal his fingerprints? Have no clue. He might have. Never know. But uh, he had a really rough time in there, and uh, they didn't even allow him to contact anyone for yeah. That, and that, so, and 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 I don't think our immigration is is certainly better down here, especially not right now. But they, he's claiming that they destroyed his life, um, and the claims. Um, are basically, I mean, did he lose his? He 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 lost the hair salon, right? Yeah. Well, I imagine if you don't, imagine if you don't uh, go to your business months? for yeah, if you don't go to your business for eight months, it's probably going to be closed. And see, they yeah. put, they put me, um, mm-hmm. they put me through a lot. They destroyed my life. I lost my job. They destroyed my family. I have, I don't have a good relationship with my kids anymore. I don't think that's going to come back. Now that confuses me though, because. He was he was detained for eight months. Mm-hmm. How, how how and now he has a bad relationship with his kids. Comes right? out maybe the kids think that he was actually I don't know. I don't I know. I have no clue because it does appear that the guy has has a bit of a record, right? Which should have made him easier to identify by law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Very weird story. I th- I feel like we're missing a lot of information with this story. There there we're 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 only getting his side of things and I, I I feel like that this is there's more to this yeah there does seem to be a lot missing here yeah it, it, it's it's it feels I feel like I'm missing a lot of information to make any sort of judgment okay so the next one you've got here 
is Toronto man sues Canada border services over alleged wrongful detention. So another, but this is a different man. Uh, no, this is the same. Oh, nope, this is nope, this is different. This is Gabriel Chen, who was born to a Canadian father, but he had never, but he had never claimed his Canadian citizenship, which he was eligible for. He's also eligible for American citizenship. So apparently he's a dual citizen, but he was living in the Philippines, right? Okay. Uh, born and raised in the Philippines, Chen is a dual dual American Canadian citizen and a and a right he inherited from his biological parents. So he must have a um, a mother and father. Uh, so his father's Canadian, his mother must be American. Uh, however, he only recognized uh, recognized his birth father Benjamin. Reconnected. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Reconnected with um, and so he went to visit him. Uh, and his seven half siblings for the first time when he visited Canada at the age of sixteen. So I don't. How old is he now? Uh, apparently thirty-two. So, so for some reason they were going to deport him, but after they put him into custody, then he signed to get his papers as a, as a Canadian citizen. Okay, this to me sounds like if he didn't file the paperwork, they were well, right to have detained him. He had an American passport, and apparently the problem was his um, identification was a Filipino driver's license. Okay. Um, doesn't say how long he was um, detained. Either. So this is this is I think the main thirty eight days in detention yeah, is that this is okay, just a so strange that's, story. That's where it gets a bit crazy. Thirty eight days is excessive for this. It that would seem a little excessive. Uh, if they didn't know what to do with him. Do we know anything about these sources? This is the Star. Do you know anything about the Star? It's Toronto Star. Yeah, is this a is this a pretty uh, reputable no, source? The Star, Edmonton. Oh, the Edmonton no. Star. Yeah, it's the Edmonton Star. Do we know anything about the Star? Yeah, it's a newspaper done up in Edmonton, and okay. they had a little girl photo of a so it's sexy like woman the, picture in the middle of it, and it's like the Daily Mail in Britain. <laughs> oh no! In a sense. Oh. It's really. Just, no, Ed's sorry. I'm t- uh, no, it's a uh, it's an actual little newspaper. So you would feel in general that they should be credible. Uh, we would hope so. Because it looks like um, the Inquisitor or that or that other kind of online newspaper thing that that we see here in the states. Yeah, yeah, they don't. They're they not fantastic. Never look too <clears throat> too fantastic on it, and I know that their writing skills have. Seem to have gone down quite a Here's bit. Here's the thing: that was he wrongfully detained if he didn't file for his citizenship till after? Well, it's saying that they did provide um, what was needed. Okay, and they held they him still anyway. Detained him. They still kept him. So it, it's one of those. It, it's, it's a bit of a whole paranoia thing over um, immigration that gets a bit carried away. Oh, Canadian citizenship was able to be passed on automatically to right. a descendant born abroad at one point in time. Yeah, I think I remember about that. They're, they're busy trying to um, discount that. So yeah. yeah, so it is. A, so this is a this is a complicated one. Yeah, this one is complicated. It's basically close to same polling center for. So Rex he's st- so it's still being processed. Well, yeah. I, here's the thing: I and he's suing. I'd be interested to see if <clears> either <throat> of these suits. If, I mean, if if they're held up or if they're just thrown out. This was also over two years ago, so we actually. So is there? If you look at the date on it, that was twenty sixteen. Yeah. So was there was there ever a resolution, or is it, or is we just never heard anything? I guess we'd have to dig into it further. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but it's it's you know like I say, if we didn't tell you this was Canada, you would never assume it was. Yeah. The assumption right now is that it'd be America. 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 So yep. then you have one more thing in here about the Canadian Border Services Agency. What is what is this? Uh, that's just information on the... Okay. That's the actual Canadian Information Center for it. So this is a good thing for esp- escaping Americans to know. Yeah, that's that's yeah, okay. a very good thing for yeah, escaping Americans. Yeah, good. So Americans. we're providing resources that you know, to help out Americans who are fleeing the country. Yep. I, I read a story not too long ago about... Um, this girl who was, I think, visiting uh, relatives in Canada or something. Uh, she was from abroad somewhere. I forget the country. But um, she it was close to the Canadian-U.S. border. And uh, she decided to go jogging along the beach. 
and accidentally crossed over and uh, got uh, arrested and detained. For two weeks, yeah. I, I just seen that. Hmm. And all it was That's... was simple, you know, didn't realize he had crossed the border and instead of listening to her and working with her, they detained her for, you know, two weeks. It's like, that definitely is excessive. Yeah. It does seem excessive. It's something that is really crazy, but yeah, it's something that's done. And not everywhere between our borders does it say you're crossing into the U.S. Yeah. I mean, there's some places that we have towns which are split down the middle. Well, with the way that things are, you want to know now, though, I'll tell you what, you want to be, you don't want to be seen on the wrong side of the border anymore. Not after what that Justin Trudeau did. Oh, yeah. You mean uh, saying that uh, he felt felt that uh, he wasn't going to be bullied by Trump to Canada. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He wasn't going to be bullied by Trump. And then Trump said he doesn't care about his people because he won't let Trump bully him. That's a strange one. Yeah. That was two person border services officers amongst five arrested in RCMP drug probe. I tell you, this has got to, if you are going to help move drugs, working at border services is probably a good way to help get the drugs through, right? Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> is that so what's going on here, the, Mad Cat? Well, yes, but I thought this was funny because it's Canadian Border Services Agency, and they had, between January 2016 and April 2017, the RMs. RCMP alleges that these guards were importing cocaine through the busiest airport, which is kind of funny because that's the exact time period for these two gentlemen who were uh, detained for so long and everything. I just thought that was a funny uh, correlation. But yeah, this is one of the best, best ways to get stuff through is, you know, I mean, just the same as the States. You know darn well that the easiest way is going through the um, through the border system if it's a border person. Well, yeah. the, the easiest yeah. way would be to get Stevie <clears throat> to smuggle some cocaine in. Yeah, just, has, just get it from Stevie. Here, here's the thing that concerns me about, about drugs in Canada, is that because, you know what, they're, they're coming all the way up from Mexico and Colombia, and they've got to come up, and they've got to go through the states. And I'm concerned yes. that, that what Canada is getting is just what Americans don't want. Probably. Yeah. So you're so you're getting our rejects up there in Canada, and I, I got to tell you, I feel sorry for you because we like our drugs down. Well, that that's okay. You guys got Bieber. <laughs> yeah, I, I see. We yeah. gave a change. <laughs> you know, technically, Ted Cruz was born in Canada. Would you like him back? You can have him. Mm, no. You sure? No, wouldn't like him back. No. I bet we can work something out. Did you want? Well, no, no. You can keep him too. Uh, <laughs> I, I was just thinking of. Um, Were you gonna make oh, a bad God, Nickelback how can joke? I forget his name. He's so freaking well known. Captain Kirk. Uh, Shatner. <laughs> oh, Shatner. Shatner. Oh no, I don't. Yeah, you, guys, keeping him. <laughs> you can have him. You can have Shatner back too. You can have him back. Oh, great. Yeah, you can have. Yeah, him. but we're gonna, we'll keep Graham Greene. Mm. And we'll okay. keep Colin Mockery too. <laughs> well, you gave us back. Uh, I can't. I remember his name. We've got a Kiwi and an Aussie down here that we'd like to ship you too. Ray Comfort and Ken Ham. You want them? Oh, we got that Michael. Well, we got Michael J. Fox from you some time ago, and we're keeping him. Yeah, we're keeping him. We like I him. I thought he came back up here when he got uh, um, that disease. Parkinson's? I think that's where he got it, what's up there. You guys gave him Parkinson's. Well, yeah, he was born up here. That's how he got it. <laughs> I think that they, yeah. I think. Don't they suspect well, he got it while he was working on the show? Because several people are working. I don't know. I guess we don't know nothing yeah, about Parkinson's. Oh, when he was working working on Family Ties. Yeah, that's, that's when, when I think that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. Right on Family Ties. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I, this article I put under Victories for Common Sense, even though the title in itself might make you think otherwise. Okay. So this is from MSN. What? This is right. from MSN.com. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, people bought $38 hot dog water said to support weight loss, and they were in for a rude awakening. This is fantastic. Uh, so this one, yeah, th- th- this is one of these brilliant things. Um, and we're dogging on Canada here today, but this was done in Vancouver, apparently. Um, <laughs> now, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. If I understand this correctly, the water had a hot dog in it, right? Yes. Yes. So the more hot dog in the water, the less, the less hot dog is actually in the water. 
So mm, it might cause wait, no. it might cause late night loss <laughs> because you're eating less because you're drinking less hot dog because there's more hot dog. No. <laughs> well, anyway, so these people set up a whole booth, um, hot dog water, unfiltered, and they gave a whole list of <laughs> raw all water the benefits of drinking hot dog water, and you know all the stuff that'll help you with doing the whole marketing we've often talked about. Um, apparently with testimonials from doctors saying stuff like hot dog water is the new coconut water. Um, and they, did they, find, did they, did they give any theory behind why it was supposed to work? Nope. Cause um, it, but, cause sciencey stuff. Yeah. They, they sold the bottles for thirty seven ninety nine a piece. Um, and basically it was a group like us doing it to make a point. And, you know, it was saying, you know, this isn't real. But people were actually drinking it, apparently. It was mostly a gag thing of trying to get people to wake up and think. And so this, is, this is like when we when we killed ourselves with an overdose of uh, homeopathic sleeping pills. Yeah, I still haven't recovered from that. <laughs> no, I'm dead, too. <laughs> but it was the only thing, like, people just think, you know, this doesn't make any sense. This is the marketing stuff. They're basically showing exactly how um, all these scams do it. So but each bottle, each bottle it. was sold for thirty seven ninety nine on Father's Day's a Father's Day special, or a Father's Day special for seventy five dollars for two. Yep. And they also what were selling. No, no. Why? Why can't I just like put some hot dogs in a jar, fill it with water, and let that sit? It's got to be raw because water. Because you're not a scientist, goddammit. <laughs> so hot dog water, lip balm, breath spray, <laughs> body fragrances were also available. <laughs> The creators ra- later revealed water. hot dog water was a stunt to encourage people to think critically about health claims. Yep. I think this is brilliant. Buy it. This is brilliant. Yeah. Some people actually probably bought this water. And drink it. That's what it's good. Some people, people actually a lot of people it. did buy it and drink it even when they were in on the joke. Oh. But some people didn't understand that it was a joke. Right. It's, you know, it's the spinal tap effect. Yeah. So the he spent reportedly to what twelve hundred dollars of his own money on the bottles, labels, branding, and other uh, costs for the project. So yep. that's not too bad, especially not if he sold each bottle for thirty eight bucks. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it, it, it's one of those things where you know it was brilliant. It was very well done, and you know they, they, they definitely could start up conversations about the whole. Um, yeah. As he put snake oil sales that are out there. In the health market. It's really sort of a commentary on product marketing and especially sorts of health claims, product, uh, pro- health quackery products marketing. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, but, but what, yeah, it's not complete. It's not complete. What you really need in, when you make up a bullshit product like that is a bullshit explanation on how it works. Well, they Maybe, might have had okay, that, right? We'll, we'll say the, the hot dogs contain, you know, high amounts of collagen or some, some other scientific chemical. And the, the the collagen in the in the hot dog water it infuses into the water and uh, it helps replenish your your skin. Let's say. Yeah, but it's for dietary needs, so the collagen would probably make you bloat more, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay. Well, we gotta we gotta figure out an explanation that works with weight loss. Then, so we, yeah, we've got to get on. You know, I, I do want to take issue with uh, with talking about snake oil salesmen. Um, <laughs> no, nobody said anything know, about selling snake oil. Uh, actually, Ian mentioned oh, snake okay. oil. And yeah, yeah and, that's what he refers and, to in the article. Yeah, and you know the bottom line is, if if snake oil is used in its proper place, that is to silence a squeaky snake, then it's appropriate. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's a joke in Emmett. Uh, uh, there's a joke in Emmett Otter's Doug Band Christmas where um, they referred to his father as a snake oil salesman. I, I never, I did at the time I first saw that I had no idea what it was. But the joke was there's just not enough people that want to oil a snake. <laughs> and that, that's why he didn't succeed in um, selling snake oil. There are plenty. Refer to our first segment. <laughs> uh, I think that's it. I think we're done. Yep. Okay. We're leaving the other two out. Actually, let's do the last one. All right. It's very timely. Oh, no. Oh, well, wait. Okay, we can move the uh, transgender brains. Yeah. You want to do the jacket? Yes. All right. One, it just happened, and okay. it's relevant to, you know, Go doing ahead. that. Oh, okay. Well, we've been dogging on uh, Canada so, so much, so. Yeah. So this was an interesting article from Teen Vogue, of all places. Um, journalist, journalist Liz Plank believes the media was baited 
by Melania Trump's Zara jacket. So for those of you who are completely oblivious to the world around them, um, this the last few weeks here in America has been quite crazy over um, immigration that's been happening where uh, because of um, Trump's policies, kids have been separated from their parents um, for being um, for crossing the border and being held in some um, almost prison-like um, facilities. And so the, the first lady um, on Thursday was going to go down to Texas to see the, to see the um, kids and see the detention centers and see what's going on down there. When she left and got on the plane that go down there, she was wearing a jacket where the back of it said, I really don't care, do you? And apparently this is some um, actual fashion thing. It wasn't like seed painted on itself. It looks like it's been painted on, but you can actually buy these from Zara. And not in the fashion, so I have no idea who Zara is, but they apparently make these jackets. Well, once he it's got off, yeah. I, I believe he was a Mexican folk hero. <laughs> he wore a mask and uh, rode a black uh, horse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so once he got off the plane, the jacket was gone. But, of course, there were lots of pictures of her getting on the plane with the jacket. And um, if you're going down to see kids that are being torn away from their parents, that the attitude of the jacket definitely comes off as wrong. Very flippant. Um, And needless to say, Twitter was abuzz with it and the media was, you know, going at it. But this um, plate points out that Melania Trump, basically everything she wears is thought out ahead of time. Her outfits are planned out by either her or someone working with her because, they, they, you know, they have an image they want to put out there. And so Liz goes into talking about how basically there's a good chance that they specifically wanted her to wear that jacket to get this media buzz so that they can go and um, uh, push the fake um, news agenda. Saying, oh, this is all just fake news. I'm overreacting, making such a big deal of such a small thing. Because there's no doubt that Everyone with anyone with half the brain would see that jacket and say, "Yeah, that message is going to get everyone talking about it." And forget and the real so story. Goes, yeah, and so Liz goes into talking about the strategy, breaking it down, saying, "You know, they're trying to hurt the credibility of media. They want to. They're baiting media. They're trying to make it so that they can criticize media all the more, so that the bigger news items can be called fake news as well." Still, you know, uh, people have. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. Yep. We can. Okay. Okay. People have been like uh, saying that pretty much everything about the Trump administration is pre-planned, and like uh, everything about what Trump does is apparently some sort of secret genius thing, even when it looks dumb. And I kind of don't believe that. I think most of the time I'm right there with this one. However, we're losing human stupidity. Yeah, like I said, most of the time I'm right there with you. But this one, the way it went down and the timing of it, just definitely feels more planned than anything else i don't know i don't have an opinion it's it's, it's yeah, bad it, it, the optics of it are, are are terrible yeah but it's an interesting look at it it's, it's something to think about and it, you know it says yeah maybe news that the media needs to try and make sure they're not focusing on the smaller things because that does make it easier to delegitimize them and and you know say okay we'll ignore that kind of stuff and look at the bigger picture because that's where we need to focus more to make sure, you know, that that we aren't looking like fools. Here's the thing: is and this, the it's bigger a picture line. in this case, in this case, the bigger picture is that we now have space soldiers. <laughs> this is a line of clothing, right? And and here's the thing: is that she she is all about her clothing, right? And but the, what's what's curious is that at some point doesn't she say, um, "I hope they don't just focus on what I'm wearing." Yeah, so you said stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so if if you didn't want people to just focus on what you were wearing, you wouldn't have worn that. And so I, to, to that extent, yeah, I, I, I see where you're coming from. I'm just not, I, I'm I'm just, I don't know. It, it's a hard call, I admit. But I can see the logic of saying it was a stage thing to get everyone drawn to it. Because it, it really it doesn't make any sense otherwise. It, it's a stupid move on her part. And... I, even though she's married to Trump and stuff, she's not that stupid. Here's the thing: Why is oh, she? She's going actually, she's actually not stupid at all. I somebody asked her, you know, would Trump be, would Trump be with you if you weren't beautiful? And her response was something to the effect of, "Do you think I'd be with Trump if he didn't have millions of dollars?" Yeah, right. She's not a foolish woman. No. She she was successful 
before she got involved with Trump in her own right. She had her mm. own business. Well, but this is right. how she got to America, right? I mean, this is the he. She basically came over here to work for him, right? It doesn't matter. What what is she doing down at the doing going down to the to these camps anyway? I know that in the past that you know the first ladies have you know we've had certain expectations for them and stuff like that. But she, but we, the, those are kind of unfair. She doesn't. She, this is not her shtick. It never has yeah. been, right? She, we, we should just let her go about her life the way that she wants to go about it, and not put expectations on her to be some sort of first lady that we have designed in our heads, right? I, I mean, she's, she, I mean, I know that she steals everything from Michelle Obama in the <laughs> speeches and all, but I don't care about the first lady. Yeah. If she doesn't want to participate, she shouldn't have to just because Trump is president. She doesn't need to be going down there because I don't think she cares in the first Brian, place. Okay, well, she's demonstrated that she doesn't care, and you said you don't care. Uh, is your jacket still being made? <laughs> Listen, I'm making millions of dollars on that jacket. <laughs> this has been nothing but good for my brand. Yep. And right now I wish I owned that brand because that jacket's going to be hot. Every hunter is going to have one of these things. We're going to do them in and orange. I just, I just personally find the story with Melania Trump like it's just really boring. It's like, okay, she wore a jacket, sure, it's inappropriate. Uh, I don't really give a crap. Listen, the only pictures of her that I want are the nude ones, <laughs> and those I can find you know, in the Google search. I, I really, I really think you guys ought to lay off the Trumps. I mean, he's been for given value of faithful, a very faithful husband. He only cheated on his wives with his future ex-wives. No. And nope, nope, Stormy, Stormy Daniels. Daniels. <laughs> Unless you're insinuating. Hey, you, you, don't have, you don't have proof that he didn't intend to marry her. <laughs> <laughs> she might have been auditioning. Yeah. And we don't have proof that when he said that he... Okay, never mind, take that out. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, All right. Is there anything else? Nope. Well, like a porn star says when they're done having sex with the Trump, let's get out of here. <laughs> and, or no, or that's another one in the can. Oh, or that. Say goodnight, everybody. That's another one in the can. Brian, title of your sex Goodnight. If you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time you're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons share-alike, no-derivatives, 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Kennel. Find more of Peter's music at SoundCloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at MySpace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.